listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. So I ball so hard, motherfuckers want to find me, but first niggas got to find me. What's 50 grand to a motherfucker like a kid? Please remind me. Boss all hard, this shit crazy. Y'all don't know that shit phase me. The next go. Oh for 82. And I look at you like this shit gravy. Boss so hard, this shit weird. We ain't even supposed to be here. Boss so hard since we here. It's only right that we be fair. Psycho, I'm liable to go Michael. Take your pick. Jackson, Tyson, Jordan, Game 6. Hey! That shit crazy. I was trying so hard to be on beat where I felt that the beat was, but then I forgot. I lost me after like two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the Blackout Test Podcast. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and Podomatic and RSS Radio and everywhere that podcast is at. And leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. And we read them on the show, guys. It's that simple. Just write it and like make it nice, obviously. And we'll read it on the show. If you want to leave us a five star review and it's kind of dickish, we won't read it. Mm-mm. If you leave us less than five stars, we won't see that either. So it's only <laughs> one, one way to get your shit read. All right, be nice. Uh, also, this is uh what July the tenth, and we have some very special guests here that I believe you guys have heard before via our show. If mm-hmm. not, then via uh, well at this point the mini podcast that uh, Ray has been on. <laughs> many 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 <laughs> but it is uh first of all yeah. so the first voice you heard is our boy alex english what's going on alex hey yeah you have heard me cutting up coming cutting up on everybody's podcast i'm sure yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh being the token token of many tokens actually not <laughs> <laughs> of many the token many of the tokens, tokens. <laughs> you know i feel the two demographics uh so <laughs> Plug me, plug me. They put I'm on all the shows right now. I'm so happy. <laughs> you know, um, DeRay got arrested today, and we brought Alex in specially to talk about this. Right. Okay, um, right on time. Right, <laughs> only Alex could cover it. Uh, that's I all. Roll, I rolled out of bed, so he got arrested. I was like, oh, I gotta talk about this. And I have something to do with. Yeah, what do we turn on like CNN? Alex is on there being like, yes. Uh, <laughs> I know it's me and Ray, the Ray look alike. It don't help. It don't help at all. You, you yeah, Alex gonna be on TV with like a purple vest on. Or a purple vest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he gonna go in there talking. They were like, "Well, we know that he says he's gay, but rumors has it that he has a girlfriend named Rashani. Is he gay?" <laughs> yeah, he's also black. So yes. I mean, he's perfect to cover this, right? Because uh, you know they got digging everything about us in our history. Tell us about the movement, Alex. <laughs> Imani, I am great value DeRay. That is perfect. Economy <laughs> <laughs> I mean, DeRay. I mean, you know, DeRay is real defined and well spoken. I'm tacky. Like I, I am definitely tacky. So, yeah, I take I take that as a full compliment. That would be Alex, Alex is Duray at Costco. It's great. Yeah. That would be awesome if uh, he did buy a vest and then start. Costco. You could have gave me Costco. You couldn't. You didn't have to go. That's Walmart. Jesus. <laughs> Alex needs to buy a vest Wait, and you then don't like he, Costco. He, oh, I love. But see, Costco is next level. She gave mm. me Walmart brand like that. Oh, okay. Great yeah. value. You find that in Walmart. Like I don't. I mean, I don't want to be next. They sell guns and tigers there. That ain't cute. <laughs> Yeah, you get you get bags Sorry of cereal. Kirkland Duray. See, there we go. Give me give me a little bit more than that. You know, you get you get uh, bags of cereal in Walmart. You know, <laughs> yes, the, the magic stars and shit. Yes. 
at Costco, you get boxes that last you for a couple months. Right. Like, <laughs> yo, yo, Alex, you got to get a vest though and just start showing up to protest late. You see what I'm saying? So like ah! after, you, you, like once they arrest the right, you pop out. And, and, and confused the hell out of them. They were like, "Did we just arrest him?" And ask Craig. That is not above me. I would show up late for shit all the time. <laughs> Yo, what if Alex show up late and do a set though? Yes. <laughs> I was like, um, "Is Deray a comedian? I don't know. Y'all know they all look alike. Should we arrest him? I don't know. He's kind of making me laugh. Let's wait till after the set." Alex show up with a mic. Like, Baton Rouge. What is going on, Baton Rouge? Rouge. Hello, y'all. Look at these officers out here today. I got arrested on my way to the set. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Black people be dying. And you know what, Alex? This this set would actually be better than the set you were going to. You probably get more coverage. <laughs> yeah, Alex. Uh, be, Alex will show up like uh black people be like black lives matter white people be like all lives matter am i right y'all come on <laughs> can, 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 can i get something uh, uh, nothing out there in the crowd i wrote this tweet yesterday it was like uh black people be like i don't want to die white people be like we be dying too and black people be like bitch go away <laughs> <laughs> in this set with tip your waitress have a good night i'll be right. here all week <laughs> like yeah alex, alex is dying on stage no really he's dying on stage get them police off of him like, like nah he, he really he really be like he killing it no no he really killing it like they killing him and he killing it also uh you know never uh, she's sometimes late but she's always on time in my mind yes she is it's our girl ray sonny what's going on Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for coming on, yeah, man. Yeah, Ray Sonny, we love you, and I'm a, we love Alex, too, but I'm going to tell you a particular thing about Ray Sonny. Me and Roger talk about you like you live up the street and around the corner from us. <laughs> I want you to know this, so because I'm, I get excited for you, because I just do a lot of podcasts, so it's always a surprise whenever you show up on the set. Oh, shit, I didn't know she was on two dumb queens. I'm like, oh, shit. So for me, I get excited when I when I I'm, I'm like, baby, you know she was on such such. Oh shit, she on such such too. So you know, I I cannot wait till you get your special on HBO and we gonna claim Black Out Who Tears Bump. And same thing for you, Alex. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Any, anything y'all accomplish from this point on, we are yeah. taking credit. Yeah. So so, so Alex, oh, you when you do it. your, thank you so much. Yeah. When, when Alex does his special at the MLK March, we gonna take credit <laughs> for that shit too. Listen. They're gonna be like, is MLK come back? Uh, <laughs> Listen, they don't. They don't want. I'm. I'm working on that material right yeah. now. They don't know. They, oof, <laughs> it's so much. It's, it, we have to get over the emotional part of it first. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> um, now, of course, um, you can find this show uh, everywhere. But uh, you know, make sure you go to the website, theblackouttest.com. And if you want to get in on this live action, go to crowdcast.io. That's where we're at currently. And, uh, you know, the chat function and everything works great. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody seems to be enjoying it. Today, uh, wait, official weapon is? The taser. And unofficial sport? It's bullet ball. And bullet ball, extreme. And today marks day 571 that Bobby Sprinter has been locked up in jail on $2 million bail that will not be reduced and possibly throughout the entire summer. So he's been locked up for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. And we're also sponsored today. Uh, we're a double sponsor. We're brought to you by 
shadow dog productions shadow dog productions has an album out it's called sunspot and other ratchetness and we are all up on that shit like every other track is me and karen being real silly mm-hmm. on these audio plays and you can find it on itunes and amazon and laugh with us and laugh at us as we get into silly situations and play different characters uh it's very funny through the magic of the internet uh and also <clears throat> we are brought to you by bevel this episode is brought to you by bevel which is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com and use code tbgwt to get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com all right let's get into news and shit because there's a lot of it all right yes it is uh so first of all um uh a dude shot up a whole bunch of cops in dallas and that was uh that first was of all first of all first of all it's been such a hard know. week yeah. yes yeah like like this week has been it's almost like it was like a no rest it was like you yeah you, it's like you go to sleep shit happen you wake up you're like oh shit you up during the day, some shit happened. You go, you, you take a lunch break, something else happened. You go on your 15, yeah. something else happened. You were like, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, like, pers- personally for me, like, this was, this was even much, this was, like, even more of a crazy week because, like, I got fired from a job on what? Tuesday. Oh. So, I, don't worry, I'm good. Don't worry, everybody. I am fine. But I am not, uh, on the street, uh, doing this podcast with kids behind me like Shay B. Uh, so, <laughs> we good. We good. But I'm saying, like, I, I, to make a long story short, like, I came from corporate America, like, that type of thing. Yeah. So, like, I was in an office where, like, tragedies was going on, like, you know, months ago and they were popping up and then they were oh these white people were been i was very much so the only black person in the office so it was like one of them things where like they would be aware of like the news and shit going on pertaining to black people but then be like oh yeah i heard about that on cnn so about those cps reports like yep. that type of thing they were moved so i hated the job so me getting fired just before like right when it was getting ready to go down this week probably was for the best right like it was probably for the best because like i don't know how i would have i probably would have got fired a different way (laughs) to say the very least that's how that's how i've been feeling all week so yeah and and it's hard it's hard (laughs) and i feel you because i think uh for people that don't work in the standard corporate american job don't understand how actually blend black and corporate america is the issue all in itself like mm-hmm. you, okay you're, you're black shit happens and two things happen actually three things happen either you come in and nobody addresses it nobody talks about it nobody says anything to you or mm-hmm. either you come in and everybody wants to talk about it and a lot of times when they talk about it they're very insensitive they say racial shit or either they be like well how do you like this all last night i mean just crazy shit they make you want to fucking flip the coffee coffee right. machine over you know or either it's like you where they'll mention it but then they're like okay let's move on to the next thing and it's one of those things where that's 
that's what that's yeah. what they're expecting to happen if they talk to you about some that black shit yeah because <clears> that, <throat> that's how you feel on the inside you might not express it or say it but you're like you know because at my job we don't talk about mm-mm, don't they, talk about but they know yeah but you know what's crazy is that i had a chick um that i worked with she worked in the billing department of the company that i was in and this chick one day i heard her say uh there's no racism because we have a black president here and so from then on out, I stopped holding the elevator for that shit. Mm. Like, I close the elevator door every time. Like, you will not be riding the elevator with me. No. <laughs> I just picture, like, the music from Glory playing as Alex press, <laughs> like, pressed that closed door button over and over. Like, while. And I look at her, and I look at her like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'll do, I'll do the, uh, thing where I look at them like I am letting them in but i'm really hitting the close button i'm like oh yeah yeah got you dog no oh damn i don't know what happened bro oh damn oh <laughs> uh, we lost ray on no, screen she, for some reason she said people go in and out on your screen oh, but okay they, but they still there okay cool cool all right so um the other thing i was gonna say though um working in corporate america and dealing with that shit is um a lot of times when that stuff happens uh like now that i'm out i like i don't necessarily have the co-workers to or the white people to be around to feel that kind of mm, shit so i just right. kind of go out into the world and i'm like oh yeah that is right this is awkward for everybody <laughs> like like he's like i'm at chipotle like uh yeah man uh serve me them serve me them sofritos and uh they killed that nigga so <laughs> don't forget you know this is let's let's keep it let's keep it chipper today um what was, what was, <laughs> what's funny is um this today uh yesterday i found out that uh because uh people that know uh for a while ago on the show i broke up with my white friends um it was pretty big pretty big blow up yeah um, it got nasty yeah uh but them niggas like talking about trump was better than hillary and shit i was like y'all niggas don't care about me so um <laughs> it was funny uh i had lunch with one of my well the asian dude that's in the crew uh chris he's been on the show before mm-hmm. we had lunch with his family and stuff and it was it was a great time hey, precious and he was like yeah man so you uh coming to the to the fancy football draft and i was like uh, nobody told me anything he's like it's the last week of august man maybe they accidentally left you off the list i was like nah, nah sounds purposeful um so i got kicked out of my fantasy football league by the white man yesterday oh my god because i stand up for black rights yeah because the funny part is i remember he and he said something about should i go and you know me being cynical i looked at him like nah that might not be a good idea like you literally fell out with them on something that they stand for so mm, nah, and you and, know and how lame are you that this i mean this is fantasy football for god's sake that's what i mean we get we getting up in arms you gonna cut me out of a fake league right now like, like we, no, we we actually actually i'm that petty and if you guys <laughs> an argument you're not coming to my fantasy football draft so. i'm just i'm just <laughs> saying because i don't know anything about the like i'm a sports fan but is it is it does fantasy football get that like do relationships really get built I mean, those? these were already my friend friends, so it was like uh, playing, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, I made these friends before we played, before, before fantasy football was okay. even a thing. And uh it's funny, though, because I don't know who's going to take over Team Obamacare and Black Lives Matter um, <laughs> from, the, from the two leagues. From the two uh, leagues that I'm should, in. Actually, you should go and just do like really, really <laughs> passive aggressive team names. Like, like I yeah, really, I really. Like, I want to go own black people with them and they won't let me participate <laughs> in the fake ownership of these black men on the field. It's so, ah! <laughs> it's so whack. So 
Uh, like your team name should be like slavery should be for everybody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or be like, or be like, uh, I can't believe these black men keep grabbing their balls. Or right. Something like that. Let me just Marshawn Lynch is God. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. There we go. There we go. Team, <laughs> team Al Sharpton. You know they hate him. <laughs> All white people hate Actually, Al Sharpton. I don't. Would you really want? I don't know. I feel like Al Sharpton does not connote exactly athleticism. You know what nah, I mean? No, he doesn't. You know? I, I want the so, slickest the team. Most, the most insane thing about Al Sharpton is his hair. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> but have you ever tried tackling a man in a, in a nylon <laughs> jogging suit? It's not, it's, it's, it's a very hard task. What, now. A, what activating his hair? Shit. Yeah. That's impossible. Al Sharpton team would be, be, be like, yakky 101. You'd be like, oh, that must be his team. <laughs> I know he'd be slipping through them tackles and shit. Yes. Damn, I can't get his slick ass. His hair got more stamina than I do. Right. <laughs> actually, actually, did you see like someone sent me a link to the naked photos in the ESPN body issue because mm-hmm. she's a genius. And um one of the photos was Vince Wilford. And mm. I cannot fathom being able to move that fast with all that weight on your right? body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was- like old offensive linemen are like insane. Like I have bad knees because I wear flip flops and mm-hmm. this thing is like carrying around like four hundred pounds and mm-hmm. moving at the speed of trains. That's nuts to me. I think people under yeah. es- underestimate that like these aren't small dudes and they are like quicker than the average person. Yeah. Yeah, right. it's nuts. I think they're the best athletes on the field, but the, the, you know what I'm saying? But where all the action is taking place on a football field, you can't see all that shit. And nobody cares. Yeah, and also, they don't score a touchdown. So you can see a wide receiver's butt and they, right. they're usually pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, usually. You know. Usually. Usually. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying yeah. to grab butts that look like Larry Fitzgerald's, you know? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you, man. Um, but, uh, so back to these dead cops, though. Um, <laughs> just bring it back to levity. Like you keep saying it like that. I'm not laughing. I'm laughing, but I'm not laughing. It's always, it's all, I'm laughing at Rod's delivery of the message. Yeah. More than yeah. within it. Very. No, so back to these cops that ain't gonna breathe no more. Yeah. Uh, so, a Yo, dude- I was reading something. I was mm-hmm. reading something very interesting, though, um, earlier about how someone wrote a really great post about how it's it's amazing like the time look at they used a bomb to kill the person oh yeah the- hold, hold on we gonna get into that we about to get okay, into that because yeah, i yeah. just it's fresh because i just read it like before i got on with y'all mm-hmm. and it really struck a chord with me i got you dog we we got to go there we about to yeah. get into all of it so apparently this guy who did this was uh, uh he acted alone according to um you know himself and the the secondhand information we have through the police because apparently nobody recorded their conversation with him or anything <clears throat> but uh his name is micah xavier johnson he's 25 years old he shot five police dead uh at a black lives matter protest which like it in like it was ending actually and then he uh unleashed fly, uh fire on these uh cops uh he actually shot two bystanders too um and they lived but he shot like 12 cops and five of them died um they also went to his home he had bomb making materials ballistic vests rifles ammunition and a combat journal in his home um 
and so uh he he basically ended up in a standoff with them for a couple hours uh where according to police they were in communication with him and he was saying that he was upset at white people and he told the hostage negotiator he wanted to kill white people especially white police officers um and uh they also said like after the talks stalled they sent in uh a robot that they what these robots do typically is they disarm bombs now most people in america probably think disarming a bomb means like macgyver turning the blue line into the red line and touching them no what normally happens when you uh when you disarm a bomb in a, is, is you actually blow it up like oh okay yeah okay so you got the like the countdown going on and, and then it hit one and no, nothing happened there's no white man sweating with his fingers like moving like this and ah! there's none of that it's it's just um it, it's just a dude i mean it's just you sitting in a robot basically and you move everyone out the area and you detonate whatever the package is and sometimes it's a package full of books and sometimes it's a bomb you know yeah so their story at first because you know being on live on tv and all this shit watching it play out you see the story kind of change but the story at first was he had an explosive device or package in there with him and they sent in the robot to blow up that package that was next to him and um once it was going to blow up the package next to him they were like oh and that and whatever that bomb was that was in that package must have killed him too then they switched it to we sent in this bomb robot and blew his ass up at the four-hour standoff of course that makes sense how does that make sense because that's the shit that they do because that is that is literally the first time that's ever happened in uh in america they've done they've done that in like the army and with terrorist situations that has never happened on American soil. Oh, no, no, not in America, but, you know, they do this in other countries. It wouldn't surprise mm. me, but this is the first time they've done it here. Yeah. And the sad part about it is that their thing was, hey, we got tired of standing off with you. We're just going to send this in. But you know what, up. though? we They've had standoffs where somebody didn't have, like, he didn't have any hostages. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was by himself in whatever area he was at. They've had standoffs with people longer than that. I mean, they brought in... Yeah. <clears throat> They brought in other yeah, people. Yeah, they actually tried. They would actually try the people who did audit, like the Boston bomber. Like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the people who are doing these things, they still get tried. Yep. So that that tells that puts that puts put put that into perspective how the the levels of aggression they take with us now. Mm-hmm. Like even well, like uh, like, my, like he's not correct in what he did at all. Like no one's you know what I mean? But that no, takes it to a whole other level. Well, no, I I. I agree that it's horrifying that they basically used a drone on an American citizen. American citizen. That's that's horrifying. Mm -hmm. But we know that if you take cops out, they not saving you. You about to be yeah ever anybody takes out a cop and it's i think it's ridiculous and the the reaction is always like outsized and disproportionate like you should not get to bomb an american citizen because he took out five cops but generally speaking like with with the exception of how unprecedented it is to use that weapon if you at all ever harm a cop i mean you like if someone shoots a cop like in um 
New York, even if the cop doesn't die. I mean, the NYPD is like swarming. Remember when last year, after another sort of Black Lives Matter situation, that mm-hmm. kid killed the cop in Bed-Stuy? In killed Bed-Stuy. the two cops in Bed-Stuy? Mm-hmm. And then basically everybody was like, oh, don't go outside if you're Black because the cops are not playing today. And it's true. Every time a, a cop gets injured at all, they do not play. And I- yes. I guess I have a question. Uh, maybe just me and my son. I think race played a part too. Because I guarantee you, if they were white, there's, there's no way that they would have used this against them. The no ba- way. The, the boss, the Boston Marathon bomber people shot a cop, and one of them lived and made it to uh, made it to trial. Like, I think it is selective on um, the reaction, uh, but I think racial bias is implicit in pretty much everything everything so yeah you know absolutely the idea but you know the idea that someone doesn't have hostages and they're in somewhere by themselves uh you would think oh yeah they 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 totally violated right his civil rights right like i mean it's just it's just an unprecedented situation and it makes one it makes you wonder if it'll be because like to me this also lends itself to the militarization of the police like right the fact that we're basically giving them the same tools that we have we use for war uh and it didn't take them long to use it in a way that the army would use it to to destroy Absolutely. people um so you know it, i think it all and it's because they had this option right i mean like before they may not have had the option they would have had to wait this person out but now it's like Mm -hmm. oh we got a bomb robot and a bomb we're gonna attach to it let's blow this motherfucker up and of course they're not gonna care because he killed police officers i I, you know i understand and empathize with the idea of uh the anger that has to be there you know but at the same time that's not your job you know (laughs) like like the job isn't you know the job isn't vigilante justice you know um that's the reason the job is hard is because you don't get to do that kind of shit uh allegedly um, um that that ahead, and Ken. also the fact that they didn't want him alive because you know a lot of people tell their side of the story yeah right so right. uh and also mm. like we heard all of this shit secondhand via the police and it, it always frustrates me when the news does this because it's like if nothing else we should be learning through all of these like taped deaths and 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 falsified reports that you can't just take the police's word and the police were just like yeah he said he was mad uh at black lives matter and he was mad at white people and he was killing white people and and i'm like did y'all record any of this like y'all record everything else like y'all don't record like negotiations with hostages uh with people that um you know have uh i guess that you're having holdouts with y'all don't record that somewhere like it's audio's gotta be there if that happened and maybe it'll come out eventually but you know it's hard to just for me anyway it's hard for me to just take their word for anything at this point oh i i I didn't i didn't believe him and and i guess it's just me and out of all the things that happened it's one of those things where nobody really knows what was said or done because the only person that probably could have told their side of story is now dead so the only narrative you're going to hear is the police officers and it may and i guess from my mind it makes no sense to be anti-cops anti-black lives matter anti-everybody that shit makes no fucking sense well also um, go off, go off people Karen. who do stuff like that aren't they aren't trying to make sense right right like, yeah. there's i mean if, like even if even if he really was on some fuck white cops they keep killing our black citizens da, 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 any rational person isn't gonna light up a protest where also other black, other citizens, black citizens are 
mm-hmm. are speaking out against the injustice. It's not like he only hit cops. He hit black women too. Right. So, so he's not, he wasn't rational and he obviously didn't have our intentions in mind because our intentions aren't to take out the police. Our intentions are to correct them. And I'm not somebody who believes that extermination is correction. I wish, I wish he hadn't have died, you know? Right. right. Yeah. Um, because because that's that's a part of the, that's a part of the story that we did not get. We don't know how frustrated his mindset. Think of like all the people who don't. He he was one of them people who were like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what else to do. He was probably distraught. Yeah, we don't know where where he was psychologically, and this isn't me justifying what he did at all. But we that is where we are. Like how mad there are different anger levels that we've been having to deal with, and somebody was clearly at their at their breaking point yeah and the other thing too is like i saw people floating conspiracy theories of like oh they always have a lone black shooter to disrupt the movement and the cia is doing this um he yeah. does have family and they are very much alive and out here um, have, they, have they found the family have they like yeah, reached out to, his, i haven't seen anything his sister, his sister and his mom defending him yeah oh, Jesus. yeah his sister and his mom his sister put out a statement on facebook uh saying basically she's not she don't want to talk about it out of respect for her family basically don't be coming on her page saying no bullshit um Mm -hmm. she said please keep your comments and thoughts respectful the news will say what they think but those that knew him know this wasn't like him only close family can call me this is the biggest loss we've had um you know so yes he he definitely had family and stuff because people were trying to like float that out there like dude you just came out of nowhere but right it's um you know it's 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 sad like i think it's just hard for people to imagine because whenever these tragedies happen i think everybody has their like own agendas and boxes they want to check off so that so that like well my group was right and all the other groups were wrong and stuff yo i don't we don't know this dude you don't know what he was into you don't know what um you know what i'm saying like maybe he was very very uh pro black lives matter and also fucking insane and or maybe or maybe he fucking hated black lives matter and hated the police too but was also i don't know a fucking rapist or some shit he got kicked out of the army for sexual harassment of a of a fellow officer so like we don't know and i think it's weird to try to check off these boxes as information is still coming out about the dude uh and i think no matter what everybody should be able to at least look at the tragedy and be like it was uncalled for and if we can't yeah. agree, if we can't agree on that then what's the fucking point of life you know um all right so uh at any rate man rest in peace to those officers and um yeah it is that is definitely a new line dog like blowing a motherfucker you know what's up crazy what's crazy <laughs> is like we the like the internet is amazing mm-hmm. like because that whole situation when it when it first came down, I know we all saw like Mark Hughes um start to get like uh they were trying we saw a cover up like I saw someone tweeted and it it was my exact same thoughts. We saw uh almost cover up someone get framed live in uh, action. Yeah. Like they were trying to blame Mark Hughes for that and he was like, How are you? you're not he's not shooting, he's in the crowd. Clearly. Yeah. It was right. It was crazy. Okay, so what he's talking about is if you're on Twitter, if no one's seen it, yeah, yeah, there was a that guy. Was 
there was a guy at the uh protest and he had a assault weapon but it wasn't loaded he had even given it to police to like for them to see uh and basically approve which is uh super super duper uh racially biased right like yeah. like you know them white dudes that be at them uh like that the bundy bundy ranch you know they wasn't being like officer can you check my gun just make sure this uh, and like you know they were like fuck you pig like it might be bullets in here that's legal too you know what i'm saying yeah. but the black guy's like can you check my shit i just don't want to get killed today thank you so um he was walking around open carry protesting and um as soon as the shooting started they released his picture and said this is a suspect we're looking for him if you know where he is da da da, da. and you know and with us on that ass so fast too that i mean as mm-hmm. soon as they said it they were like uh-uh you see him right there walking with the rest of these people and with us that, knowing how they saying and with us knowing like as ray alluded to knowing how police are about you know their own everybody was like so you just issued a death warrant for this man right right yeah. and they left his picture and they left his picture online the dallas pd tweeted like left it up and they were right didn't you post something that they said they were gonna keep it on there because yep. they yes didn't like, they do an interview in mashable like one of the writers for the website mashable had called them and been like hey so like why is that tweet up and they respond the the spokesperson this is the person who is trained to interact with the media on behalf of the dallas police and all that person said was because we want to keep it there yep sounded like a black it sounded like a black mother because i said something <laughs> basically so your little I mean, friends yeah. take the picture off you're gonna do what your little friends do is that what you're gonna do yeah. so i guess if twitter just jump off a bridge you're gonna jump off a bridge master we'll click <laughs> <laughs> sit your little fast ass down mashable they eventually took it down but look man this dude has such a case i mean he had he had been basically clear because i was like up on twitter that whole night and i was like he had basically been cleared by every outlet and all of that by like 1 Mm a.m and the shit was up until 5 15 the next day Mm -hmm. can you imagine how many people didn't see any of the other corrections because the cops left it up what if something had happened to him in those 15 hours yep and they wouldn't have cared they wouldn't have cared at all right and the, the thing about it is that you gotta think all of a sudden, let's say somebody at your job sees it. So now you, you liable to lose your job. Right. People exactly. in your community might harass you. Basically. All this shit. Yeah, that shit. And, 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 he, and he had Texas. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was basically punishment for him having the audacity to protest using the open carry law in his favor. It's definitely like a punishment for him being an audacious black man on that day. You know? Yep. Like, look at his ass out here with this gun. Uh, he just yeah. was, you, know, you know, of course, me and Ray had to turn it into a, a thoughtful moment because I texted her. I was like, all jokes aside, but can we agree that Mark Hughes is beautiful? That was a beautiful man. Yo, for real, though? <laughs> his brother's fine. But then she was like, his brother's fine. <laughs> so we over here arguing over which one. I, I actually, uh, you know, like, <laughs> all jokes aside, man, um, Micah X Xavier's um, beard game improved his body and life for real so <laughs> i'm just saying man you know get the get the beard game I just, tight i wanted him to get a fair trial so i could look at him a little bit longer yeah the dot the dashiki <laughs> pics the dashiki pics compared to the army pics i was like yo this nigga came up bro like 
respect respect do you know what i'm saying i mean despicable oh my god seriously actually the next morning uh my hotep lover texts me and he's like he's like yo he was wearing the dashiki yo (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how to process any of what is happening to me i'm getting texts from my hotep lover celebrating this guy's dashiki and i'm like mm, all of this is wrong and hot and wrong, and wrong hot. but mainly hot <laughs> all right so what i have to do real quick is i have to start a new session and i have to invite you guys because these sessions are limited to 90 minutes it only take one second i'm just going to invite you guys over and it'll keep the party going i'll add you back to the screen yeah, so it give it give it one second y'all hold on it mm. automatically gonna move everybody yeah okay Let's see here. All right. Call audience to session. Okay. Prepare to go live. Leave all this in. Mm-hmm. And let me see. Um, Will anybody stop nothing? Go live. Yes. And I, oh, cool. Oh, I can still hear y'all. So normally it makes it disconnect. Let me see if it adds y'all to the screen automatically. That's cool. It might. I'm hearing you twice. You hear me twice? Okay, all right. So y'all need to go to the new session. I got the thing on mute, but I'm on Skype, yeah. Yeah, okay, so you hear me via Skype and... All right, okay, give it a few second. seconds. It'll start slowly rolling everybody in the chat. There mm. you go. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right, let me invite Ray. Yes. Um... This is the only part they need to add to. I'm gonna send this still in feedback. Uh, Karen, I just invited you. Mm-hmm. And I'm about to invite Alex as soon as I find him. I can't uh, Oh, there you go. I'm inviting Alex. Yeah, now. I guess when you do this, I think it should automatically move the people on camera over. It should, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll send them a message and then let me mute. Oh, Karen, I, I, I like your hair. Thank you, baby. And let me mute y'all's mic so we can see if we can fix that echo. All right, y'all yeah, still getting the echo? No, I don't think so. All right, so no, I'm good. All right, cool. Um, so a- after seeing all this shit, man, with them killing all these people and stuff, um, and you know the cops getting shot up, and then you know before and after that, uh, some black men got killed by the cops. Uh, I've decided that um. If I die by the cops, I want y'all, uh, Karen, you have access to all my social media. Mm-hmm. I want you to change all my avatars to pictures of dogs or <laughs> like <laughs> lions or like a gorilla or something so that, you know, my, <laughs> I need white people to care so that we can get justice. And I feel it like has to be an American eagle that, you know, flag <laughs> underneath. Change, change all my names to like Rod the police puppy or. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Marine gay, the uh gorilla, something. You know, something hey, I gotta bestow that on you. That's yeah, you about you're my Karen, so mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need y'all to yeah. I'm gonna need y'all to have my back and we just gonna have to all pretend that I'm an animal. So, cause I feel like we can get the proper justice if white folks show up in droves i mean they shut that dentist down for killing that lion shut him down they tracked down that black that black family's uh criminal history because they they had to kill a gorilla because they baby got in there yeah you know um so i feel like we're gonna have to we're gonna have to organize y'all because this is the only way to make it work and i've already uh i guess the uh 
the facebook group on uh the facebook uh black guy to facebook facebook group gave me i'm a koala Mm-hmm. so that's what you changed me to change i'll change yeah, you to right. a koala karen the koala right because they had they had a running joke how i'm cute but i will fuck you up so mm-hmm. they was like well ain't no other animal could do that outside of koala mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh we are we already alluded to this other story but um so there was a protest in baton rouge over the deaths of uh alton sterling and philando Ca- uh, castile and of course um they arrested everybody like just arrested like a hundred people that were peacefully protesting um came and got people on the side of the street when they weren't even blocking the street um just locked them all up i know deray got arrested or if you uh follow the uh people that hate him on twitter he uh staged an arrest uh to <laughs> because it's so glam because it's so glamorous for the instagram uh, he did it for the vine for the for the vine it's, for the snapchat it's, it's such a beautiful it's such a it's such a invigorating and you know fruitful fruitful <laughs> yeah. job <laughs> yeah yeah what's what's wild is um i i remember a long time ago being like it's gonna be weird to watch like what happened to sharpton and jackson and every anyone who stood against like white people for too long mm-hmm like eventually everybody turns on them you become the enemy and i was like it's gonna be weird to watch it happen like on social media in real time and it, mm-hmm. like it's already well underway where people are like trying to just like anything they do there's always an undercurrent of somebody telling you why some bullshit no matter what it's like right you know like nobody also take into account considering his following that one or two people represents a very large larger much but silent group yeah you know you know which is weird because like especially when you see black people doing it you know white people can't wait to find a way to just can't wait to do this shit so it's it's like one of the reasons i always i i don't really give in to like when people shit on sharpton and jackson was because they're like to for a large extent they did a lot of good work and they spoke on a lot of issues that people didn't want to talk about and the reason black people might be have misgivings about them are so fucking different from the reasons white people have misgivings about them right and they and like but the ultimate goal is to dismiss their point so it's like oh this motherfucker showed up to say that they shouldn't have killed this black man god i hate sharpton and i'm like i don't hate that part of him you know <laughs> like really I, I was mad at the perm i didn't know we were <laughs> <laughs> think we can't the, that's my only yeah i think he should stop wearing track suits that's kind of crazy and they're like no nah, i just think he needs to stop existing that's all um so, so two things um what because i was reading some girls thread this morning mm-hmm. and she, like part of her um complaint was that uh that she felt like DeRay came to Baton Rouge to make it about him. And like that could be true. Mm-hmm. I mean, right, like if anyone takes on a public role of any kind, you are using yourself to advance um any kind of cause or whatever yeah yeah because i mean but also isn't that the point i mean you you stage or you um bring attention to things in any way that you can so that they get addressed 
It's not like if someone didn't address um, me, arrest DeRay, that would hear much about the other people who got arrested. So it's like, so this woman wants there to be like an absence of DeRay's public persona, but if DeRay doesn't get arrested there, then we're not talking about the arrests that happened. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it, but also, um, it's just the persistent, um, it's this persistent way of making standing up for black people thankless. And that's the problem I have with it is, let's say he went down there, not even about himself, but just to support, they would still say the same shit about him. Like, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's, standing up for black people is supposed to be thankless you're not supposed to ever profit off of it you're not ever supposed to get a higher profile off of it you're never supposed like nothing good should happen to you you know what i'm saying you can't get a better job not like you're standing up for black people so you need to fucking be penniless and die a homeless life or some motherfucker (laughs) needs to kill you like like we want like and it's sad because black people as well have bought into (laughs) that myth and it's it's a ridiculous notion in my opinion you know like um because yeah. we don't require that from anybody else nope. if you stand up for jewish people but you also happen to be very fucking rich or you create a some some sort of entity that enables you to live off of it no one goes yeah man that motherfucker ain't real he he got a house yeah. you know what i'm saying like that's that's some that's some anti-black <laughs> shit in my opinion he got shoes on his feet. he ate right. dinner yesterday but i mean the thing is it's not like d-ray is walking around here in like the hottest fashion every time you see him he's usually in the same clothes right so y'all know whatever support he's getting he's not spending it frivolously or he's out here shoving shoving a new lifestyle in your face no he's on the ground he's traveling like he's being a very visible and necessary you know unfortunately what i what i realized and in that in that in that scope if he gets arrested, his arrest is going to be far more significant than the 10 or 12 other arrests that happened right. before him. You know what I mean? Right. So the, it becomes more of like a his that 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 perspective of him being the face really comes more because we see him on we've seen him on CNN. He's on Twitter every day. Like, but we need that. You know what I mean? Because those type of leaders only come around once in a blue moon. And we know that, and also we know that a hundred people were arrested alongside him like a lot of people it's sad but the social part of social media um is based off of people and their fucking you know their bullshit and part of part of that being that one people like to follow a leader or a person or a thing like like okay this guy got arrested yeah well also you're now aware that a hundred other people got arrested in just you know illegally by the way as well um the other part of social media means because it's social for everything someone does that uh is good or altruistic or whatever there's always somebody that doesn't like that person and that precedes everything like through that lens it precedes everything so if i don't like you then all of a sudden i can come at you no matter what you do they can find a way that everything you do and stand for is bullshit period like listen listen duray is better than me i'll tell you that and everybody else who got all these because they be they get attacked online all the time and just handle themselves with the utmost like you know what I'm not gonna I'm not doing this with you listen I've been told everybody fuck y'all kiss mm. my ass 
And you know what's even crazy? That's the your brings up to the point that you saying that somebody don't like you, right? Listen, I got way too many men out here that hate me that I have dated. Mm-hmm. And I know that if I took a space like that, it would go from Black Lives Matter to Alex's ass don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't fuck with him. He didn't take me back. So like, I, don't, I don't need my business being all in the streets like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. They, they will put it out there, too. Yeah, and, and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I would be petty in the whole different way. Oh, in a completely different way. I, it'd be on some shit like... Oh, remember when you ghosted me in 2005? Mm-hmm. Now you see me leading the movement for you, you dumbass. <laughs> I'm going to send the cops in your direction. Oh, my God. It's going to be... <laughs> Karen, what were you going to say? <laughs> Y'all said they are better. I could truly say they better than me because the thing about DeRay, I guess when the outside looking in... When DeRay wasn't making no money doing interviews, talking about he was sleeping at people's houses and shit like that, people was like, oh, he ain't poor enough. Wearing the same vest everywhere. They was like, oh, he ain't poor enough. He was like, look, I ain't got no money in my bank account. They was like, nigga, you ain't poor enough. And now he gets a job, and they was like, oh, now you got money. It's like, the, the people got to live and survive, too. It's like, if something happened, how can you expect for them to bail people out of jail without money how can you expect them to have lawyers without money how can you expect them to organize shit without money how can you expect them to feed the protesters without money this shit costs money well you know it's just the glamorous Karen Karen went off just now and I loved every part of it it's just the glamorous (laughs) protest life Karen that's all I mean it's just you know million dollar limos uh, (laughs) why wouldn't you want someone like him who's doing the very best that they can who's actually skilled at getting attention why wouldn't you want him to thrive and get a position of some kind of power you know what i mean why wouldn't you want right. that no i would like someone on the ground that's talking to people and like you know had that has exposure and has gained experience in this in these type of situations hell yeah i want them to get a job in politics or something because i know that at the very least regardless of what you think of them on the outside of what you might view of them i we can they, there's no denying the fact that they're working for me Right. I would, yeah. but I would but rather that spot. I would rather that spot go to a racist white person because he, because DeRay blocked me on Twitter, and I'm sorry, but you can't <laughs> block me on Twitter <laughs> and then be out here leading the movement, okay? Because that is a problem. Like, I feel like Rod, you are speaking Sean King's internal monologue. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I want us all to get free, but not free from that nigga. Just can we like? <laughs> get free around him right. you know what i'm saying like right. can we just kind of like why can't i be the person to lead us to freedom i mean why i'm so, not no i don't know no, i don't want to be the one to lead because you know what i'm saying the ac in you here should, is cool no, and it's no, hot outside it's no, very no, no you should no, no you it's should, very hot in the marches should, karen okay you, it is a hundred degrees out what? you know i'm asthmatic oh, but i'm just saying can we like get freedom through some other person oh, that's so, willing to get arrested instead of him because he muted me on facebook and i don't appreciate this bullshit okay so you you got the hot takes but you don't want the hot bullets that come with them hot takes look that vest looks hot to me okay i saw him being (laughs) interviewed in south carolina look look because he kicked me out of the group chat i'm just saying i wear i wear a scarf can somebody just wear a scarf instead of a a a vest can we just do something different here that's all i'm asking it's not i wear I don't have a Pentagonia vest on. I wear Warby Parker glasses. There you like, go. So, on. like, it's there. We can lead through Alex, okay? That's what we'll do. We'll start the movement with Alex I now. Pro- our protests need to be fashionable now. They yeah. need to wear the new Yeezys. I also saw people hating on him because he was gay. 
today i mean they always do what they got to do another time right it's like i wish he wasn't gay so we could really unite around him i was like nigga you're not trying to fuck you what's wrong with you dummy you gonna wait till you a hashtag to be like i hope somebody come save me but make sure it's a straight person dude i'm not marching and staring at your print calm down like it ain't even that deep see and that's what i've been talking about if you are so <laughs> Listen, I was in the march in Union Square this week, and I mean, it was a couple. It was I was, you know, oh, mm. but you know, I, was trying to stay I was trying to stay focused. Right, you know, my Look, eyes, eyes was wondering. I'm not above giving away protest spots. Protest, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, go ahead you and know, get you some. Look, you can kill two. Really about a dude who believes in equality hey all these little woke ass all these little woke ass babies gonna be running around in nine months it's gonna be beautiful exactly. yeah it's, it's right. Don't you remember that story about that um those two young girls from marching in ferguson they got married mm-hmm. yeah. exactly you have it's a little beautiful. I'm gonna have a ride, generation of that's like I tell I tell all of my straight homeboys I tell them like they're I mean you're married so I don't need to tell you this and you're a good person right. but I tell I tell all my straight friends I'm like look dude there's nothing sexier you can tell a woman right now but I believe in gay marriage right. like women, <laughs> don't, women love that women love that <laughs> gay men are like puppies we're like puppies for for, me, for straight men like I'm telling you I better get on board with this. Like that, he can, a lot he of women are just like, oh, you, you have, oh my god. That's a good point. Right, you, you, you have touched a soft spot in my heart. But I'm gonna tell you this: I don't care if the person supporting Black Lives Matter is a green bisexual transgender alien. If he's bringing his ass down here marching on my behalf, right. he got my goddamn support. Right. <laughs> god damn, man. I met my boyfriend at a Trans Lives Matter uh, rally, and it was great. <laughs> it, yo, niggas can hate anything, dog. I like that's I don't care. that's what social media has proven to me is it's somebody. If you name something like no matter how universal you think it is, it's somebody on the internet that fucking hate that thing, and it don't matter what it is. You know what I'm saying? It could just be like uh niggas hate oxygen, right? Right. You like man, Harriet tell me, man, she was such a great hero. Nah, man, see that bitch didn't even get her hair did right. You like, God damn, for real? <laughs> but it's just you know you know what's so crazy about the the deconstruction of the right and like the comments that because like I said earlier, one person's comment because I I put a tweet out today and then some people were like, well, you know, it's not all straight men. But yeah, right. you're right, it's not all straight black men that are coming after us, and I appreciate that support, but that those one or two people on twitter speak for a large amount of people who are otherwise being silent Mm -hmm. it's not just them two and so we have to call that into attention and my thing it's like the ray is not even and i talk about this a lot with other people it's like the ray you talking about oh i can't take the lead from a gay dude it's like dude homie look at d ray you're not gonna walk on the street and like you know be uncomfortable with his gayness you know what i mean like it's like but why does it matter? But that's what I'm saying. Like you would think most most of the time, the minute they hear gay, it turns into a, a whole different. Like soon as they like most right. men's idea of gay turns into feminine. It's a right. very sexist and misogynistic. Like oh, I can't you know 
I can't take the lead because it's like I'm basically taking the I, I might as well be taking the lead from a woman and I wouldn't do that. Right. You know what I mean? Like there, that's the I know that's the level they're thinking on. You know what I mean? Right. Well, so yeah, I mean the guy, the guy. Sorry to cut you off. The guy. No, you good. Who's thread <laughs> that was anti-gay Deray? I read the whole thread and it was literally like. I used to respect DeRay, but now he's supported mostly by radical feminists. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and I really loved Black Lives Matter until I heard Netta talking, and she's on that ecstasy of radical feminism. I was like, what? Well, you know, that's the other part of the social thing is that um, the people that say these things get a, and that's, you know, because they're always like talking about the attention that you know these bigger people are getting but they end up getting a lot of attention yes, too from their descent they like they're basically taking the devil's advocate approach to social media and they and when they get attention no like to them that's not the same vein of because to me i feel like their accusation points a lot at their motivation and i think that happens a lot mm-hmm. with people like it's like when people uh don't like me and they'll be like well that's because you think you you got a great podcast you can just and you're like oh so you think i have a great podcast because i was just thinking i was just having a good time <laughs> but you just you just said you know what i mean yeah you think you cute oh okay so you think i'm cute cool because i wasn't really even on that shit right now but i'd feel better knowing that you are and that's kind of the um thing that happens with with a lot of the like you're doing this for money you're doing this for attention you're doing this it's like well that sounds like what you would be doing it for for. right you have no you're so cynical you can't even like within yourself you can't even find the matrix that would say i would do this out of the goodness of my heart and so you can't imagine anybody else having that shit and that's why i think a lot of it comes from right exactly so uh at any rate though um you know uh get free uh deray man you know you got to start work soon and uh you know you just got that job and i don't want him to be fucked up they'd be like uh he couldn't start he was in jail um so that's it like there's this um frustration i've been having Mm -hmm. where it's like there are perfectly legitimate reasons to not like every aspect of somebody's philosophy Mm -hmm. but you don't get to have that conversation because it's a tinderbox basically like if at all Mm -hmm. like so there's some like like DeRay having that position in schools is an interesting result interesting thing to talk about because I'm somebody who does a charter school for example and he has a history of working with and promoting charter schools but it's like now I can't talk about that because if if I say that some racist or some dickhead is going to go yeah race sucks on everything now kill him, stab him well i mean context matters right so it's like if the thing that like if you have a history of being against this thing and this is just another continuation of that like it wouldn't matter who got the job you would be against it um i feel like that's a little bit different than waiting till deray gets the job and that's your now you now you want to speak up about it it does seem targeted because when you pick to speak up about something also matters as well 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying. That's me. I'm trying to keep that at bay. Hold oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah. Like, what do I hear a murder? Right. <laughs> but yeah, I do think it matters when um people like you know it's like when you bring it up matters as well you know because um it's you know there's a like uh for example um with with him getting that job I personally like if I was against charter schools in general that's still the person i'd rather have that job like because charter schools aren't gonna go away so you know and it's kind of like the bernie sanders thing and this happens a lot with social media where because you can point a problem out doesn't really mean that you've like solved anything or made anything better but everybody is so fucking proud of themselves now for being able to point problems out but everybody knows problems exist so it's like yeah i agree charter schools are fucked up but since the, they're not going anywhere and the job's got to go to somebody please let mm-hmm. somebody that cares about black kids somebody that cares about lgbtq youth mm-hmm. so like let that person get that job because what I'm, what's been happening and one of the reasons they are fucked up is because the people that go into that system are all buying into this idea that niggas ain't shit and mm-hmm. you know let's take these white kids and get them away from them so that they can go out and flourish with better resources and money allocated towards them um you know they've aided in white flight you know in our in, our, in charlotte we've seen it happen you know mm-hmm. they so so like i can completely get it but like i said i still would rather that person be deray than some other nigga that or not even nigga just somebody that completely is bought into the system uh right. and wouldn't a, i guess it's not so much that I don't want him to have the job. I'm just kind of, I, I guess this is also just my own issue mm-hmm. because I've been wanting to talk about some things, not DeRay, mm-hmm. just black shit. And I can't because I'm so worried about the complications mm-hmm. of criticizing certain black behaviors in mixed companies. Mm. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I'm having such a hard time with the relationship with black men and black women, particularly as it's performed in social media spaces and in public. And there's still this instinct in me to protect the black men. So I try not to have those conversations in the places where they need to happen right yeah it's not and it's not reciprocated at all Mm-mm. like no, it's niggas really feel comfortable talking about black women and how they fucked up every single day in every public, day dog in front does of the everybody. sun come up yes well, right. then they yeah. don't talk shit so i yeah, yeah I, like, I can I mean, relate like, the other day um someone posted a meme and it was like well will those kim kardashian and all these foreign and exotic girls you prop up so much go to war for you like we do mm-hmm. and i'm like i understand the point of this meme but the implication is that it's my job as a black woman to mm-hmm. go to war for you right and that that's part of my value right and so some black man comes to me and he's like, your comment is ridiculous because you might have a black son one day. And then I was like, this is exactly the point. You've reduced me mm-hmm. as a person. So just a baby producer. To a baby producer of a black male. Mm-hmm. So now I have to do emotional labor for you. 
Yeah. Because eventually I will literally do labor and produce a black man. And meanwhile, I don't even want kids. And meanwhile, Me. those, uh, you know, <laughs> on top of everything else. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, Kim Kardashian does have black kids. Like, so that's like, so if the excuse is, uh, well, you have to do it because you're going to have black kids. Like, well, she got black kids. She can speak her ass up too then. If that's, yeah. if that's what the measurement is, like, why are we, you know, but, but black men do feel that black women owe them right. their allegiance. Yeah. And they, they start from that point and trickle it down. Like the logic is filtered through the lens of an assumption that black women will always be, uh, not only subservient, but in And that assumption comes from the fact that when black women just always show up. Right. See, once they yeah. stop showing up is when right. they like, what will happen? Why are you? No, nah, mm-hmm. you don't get to have it both ways. Right, right. Yeah. And yes, actually, I was uh, talking to my former, sometimes present, whole temp lover. Mm-hmm. And um, we were talking about catcalling on the street. And I'm saying, like, it's fucked up. It's not good. Um, and his his response was well you know we have to get niggas off the street if those men had jobs then they wouldn't be on the corner cat calling that women or if they don't have jobs it doesn't mean they get to cat call me how come my need for immediate safety requires a systemic overhaul to employ black men so black women feel safe why not just let black women be safe? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it has to come at the expense of somebody giving up something, which would be black men giving up their right to yell at random black or women generally right, walking women. down the street. So, of course, we can't have that. I mean, come right. on. I mean, right. I want you to be equal, but not if it means I got to give some shit up right. now. I'll, come on. I'll, exactly. I want you to not be if equal I have to stop that. behaving like an animal. Okay. You know? right. <laughs> right. Like, like, I don't have any sense. And the thing is, it's like, the people say that a lot of racism people in general say that black men act like animals but then you a lot of the especially hoteps come in and say well i act like an animal because i can't control myself are you an animal or are you not an animal right. they say you are and you claim you are too right um also i get to only bark at my queen i'm the only person that gets to bark at my queen the white <laughs> devil does not get to bark <laughs> at my queen okay. but i also do but i also do want to bark at these white white women's now i mean you yeah. know yeah. we gotta do that too we can't just be <laughs> i should be able to bark at everybody right hey Hey girl hey sister can you tap that white woman on the shoulder so i can tell her her titties are sweet appreciate you ah! <laughs> um so um also like uh this is this is gonna be a black ass show man uh, also um some white people and non-black people have been speaking up and speaking out in the wake of uh these killings by the police um misha barton she uh <laughs> she sent out an instagram of herself on a yacht uh looking very very sad um i can't tell if she's holding a glass of wine or not yep it's a glass of wine so she was very sad holding a glass of wine and she said i'm truly heartbroken to watch videos 
like the hashtag uh, oh wait i can show y'all this i forgot yes, you can. on it, my screen it, share it, it'll pop up on you it's basically basically oh. the same as when those instagram models post like suggestive photos and then it'd be like a joy lyric at the bottom like yes. it's the same since he just did uh karen i can't i can't show them because we got four people on in the name of black lives matter hold on my bad go say that one more time uh uh say that one more time alex sorry I was like, it's basically the equivalent of like when those Instagram models be posting half naked pictures, but then be putting like some thoughtful, uh, thoughtful Drake lyric attached with like Ralph Waldo Emerson quote or some shit like that. Some shit they found on the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So here's her picture so you guys can see it real quick and then Karen will come back on screen. But she says, I'm truly heartbroken to watch videos like the hashtag Alton Sterling execution. This may have been going on forever in the United States, but thank God the pigs get caught on camera now. It's unthinkable and an embarrassment to America, the country I was brought up in. Somebody make a change. We need gun control and unity and a real president. So think about that when this election is around the corner. The world is a precarious place right now. Hashtag stop. Hashtag reflect. Hashtag act appropriately. Um... <laughs> Meanwhile, meanwhile, the photo looks like white privilege. Like if, right. you, if you put, if white privilege are in the dictionary and you put it inside, like like that picture would be right. Next to it. <laughs> but but look though, okay, so she learned right because she realized that okay, motherfuckers are you know they went in on her. She took the picture, the post down, and everything. And then she put, um, after the Dallas shoot, and she went. Dapper Denise says she's struggling from the yacht party. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Exactly. She says, humanity is slipping through our fingers. Pray for the victims. Pray for our country. Pray for the world. Hashtag pray for Dallas. And she put that on, um, on Twitter. Um, but yeah, people were going in on her on this yacht, um, for, for, for basically speaking up, um, and, and, uh, i guess insensitive way you know from the yacht um and then also um kim kardashian posted a message about um black lives matter um on her uh oh, I, missed that. I didn't see that mm-hmm. uh she says this week we watched she put hashtag black lives matter in big bold ass lettering so you can see yeah um should i put this on the screen too can all right let me uh screen share this shit too hold on so y'all can see the proof with thine own eyes uh this week we watched alton sterling and philando castile two innocent black men get senselessly murdered by police officers like a lot of you guys i watched the videos and was appalled and completely heartbroken i was left speechless speechless angry and numb i want my children to grow up knowing that their lives matter i do not ever want to have to teach my son to be scared of police or tell him that he has to break watch his back because the people we are told to trust the people who protect and serve in quotes may not be protected the kanye right this may not be protecting and serving him because of the color of his skin the last thing we need is to feel uh what'd you say oh i was just being annoyed oh all right the last thing i said what about her daughter oh mm -hmm. yep the last thing we need is to fuel anger with more hate and violence especially towards the many incredible police officers who risk their lives every single day to protect our families and communities we must peacefully use power to our voices of our voices and the strength of our numbers to demand change in the judicial system so that brutality doesn't ever go unpunished it is our responsibility as americans and as parents to create a safe future for our children we must do something now we must speak up until we are heard and real and effective changes are made 
alton sterling philando castile trayvon martin mike brown eric garner freddie gray tamir rice sandra bland sean bell and unfortunately so many more hashtags are not enough this must ends now click here to find your legislator donate to philando castile's family here donate to alton sterling's family here hashtag black lives matter <laughs> okay let me let me say something really fast though let me because here's the thing like kim thank you kim like okay but maybe her instagram is probably not the like most productive place because i was listening to you right and i saw her post but i got very distracted by her instagram pictures before and after it and i'm like looking at this one photo of her kim kardashian is built like mewtwo like she is like she has like it's so crazy like i'm looking at this and i'm like i'm reading i'm reading the words that you're that you're reading i'm listening and i'm like those words could not have come out of out of this like it's so mind-boggling <laughs> uh ray was you about to say something i just i know yeah. i'm like i'm kind of like thanks kim but i'm also a cynic mm. and i'm like she saw beyonce's post right. and i'm like mom go get the ghostwriter <laughs> I miss Beyonce post. Where I been? Well, I'm I'm getting to all this. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> everybody, everybody, like it's gonna be more show. You you prepared? You actually did some work? Okay, all right. Well, I guess I'll trust you this time. Um. So yeah. Um. The thing is, you know, like I appreciate her using her platform to say something. You know even if a ghostwriter wrote this shit uh which may be true because it is very well written mm-hmm. and very put together yes, even if she wrote it herself either way um it's better that it's out there and her instagram has a huge amount of followers and stuff and um what i'm not reading is all the comments that these people are getting back for this shit because like that's the part like everyone always like kind of comes down like well yeah you said something so what but it's like yeah and then i guarantee she was told the same shit that they tell uh every black person that talks about this shit as well and some people even worse because it's like oh you betrayed me like right you're supposed to be uh rich and uh, away from this shit like yeah you got your black kids and your black family and your black cousin but like can you not talk about this because like i tune in to get my makeup tips and you fucking it up for me i don't want to think about this racial disharmony and you're saying like she's used the words the police murdered those dudes so you know it was it was you know it was very um in my opinion you know it's a very uh passionate move to even put it out there because you're gonna take some heat for that shit nobody gets away free misha misha barton the first response to um her shit was somebody being like really you call them pigs or whatever like it was just like it's it's weird we live in two americas basically like one where you know people absolutely you know people people like fucking resent the fact that you would even mentioned that the police could not be perfect and that black people deserve to to live and go home every day like that that's a revolutionary thing to say and when it comes from white people is like um they they get half like twice the attention and probably half the fucking flack but they still catch it you know what i'm saying yeah like black people are legit like i don't want to get shot by the cops and there are people who are literally like but wait right <laughs> like, think, like hold up. Think, think about it from this angle though right think about it from my okay so you don't want to get killed okay but think about it this way but what about <laughs> well actually have, have well, you actually. considered have you considered that you might need to get killed though think about it 
see what i'm saying uh we've been killing you for years that's all i'm saying uh serena williams uh after she uh whooped another white woman's ass mm-hmm. to win wilmington <laughs> she, yes. she always do y'all realize something every time at the at the height of like tragedy for black people serena always shows up with a win to like lift our spirits it, right it always happens it did yes. make me feel better because she there for the people because you know what when beyonce show up you start winning shit she said beyonce inspires her by the way um uh, did y'all see the video of serena's mama passing her the uh, water behind her on vine Mm-mm. she she it was like serena was sitting in front and beyonce was sitting in back and then i guess beyonce was thirsty she made it known and serena just did the blackest mama shit ever grabbed grabbed a bottle of water didn't even look back and was just like yo here you go <laughs> like you're handing beyonce like water like it's no thing you know what i mean like <laughs> And then she kept her eyes on the game too. It was it was a very black mama moment. It was like, oh, I'm not. Beyonce said thank you. She was like, you welcome. Okay, what is Serena doing? Because I'm not missing a second of this. Like, she is black, so the peak was peak, peak black mama. Yeah, Serena <laughs> is so super black man, and Beyonce is so super black man. I like, and they stand up for black folks so fucking hard when they really didn't have to. Like. They could have completely opted out of all this shit and be like, but I'm just trying to make my money because Republicans buy shoes too. And they both put they, you know, put their shit out there like, yeah, so if you don't fuck with black people, you don't fuck with me. Um, but yeah, so there's she. There's no uh, way, mm-hmm. there's no way that Serena could ever. Because I was watching some clip somebody put of her father yelling at some white male reporter. After he tried to destroy Venus's self-esteem when she was like 14. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. I saw it on Twitter yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's fucking glorious. She says she's confident. You are talking to the image of a young black child. Leave it at that. Richard. Like, yeah, there's no way you grow up with that kind of daddy and don't be a pro black shorty like Serena. Richard has always stood up for his girls. Um, like that's, uh, I mean, and they caught it so bad, man. Mm-hmm. Like I have so much respect for Venus and Serena, man. It's just, they're two amazing people. Um, and like I yeah, said, yeah, cause they get, they get called all of the monkeys and men right. and all that type of shit. And I'm like, what do you think? They, first of all, you, that's, you put in a whole nother layer of transphobia. Like you acted that Thank that you. One Thank thing. you. Yes. So another, another part of you was speaking outside of your racism. And then on what level does, does a man look like, like, because they don't fit your standard clearly. And what is your standard? Flat, pale, busted, disgusted. Like, please. I don't want to hear it. Yo, real talk. Like this is tangential. They've endured so much in the media. And if you call, if you you, overseas, they always overseas, and people calling all of them British, and and you know, whenever they go all the way overseas, they're like, look at these big black monkeys. Like, look at them. Look at their men. They're always, they're always that. Right. When I saw Beyonce have her in that in Lemonade, I was like, oh yeah, she's definitely holding up the black woman. That's why I was like, I, I mean, them articles that came out after Lemonade, like, oh, Lemonade is for everybody. Lemonade. I'm like, no, nigga, that was for black women specifically. right and and what's what's crazy though you just kind of hit on it tangentially but purposely misgendering black women that shit is transphobic yes. it is misogynistic That's Michelle Obama too. right like and the, and, the, and the thing is like because someone did that they posted a meme in our facebook group where somebody did that shit to wendy williams and i was like look 
i don't agree with what the shit wendy williams be saying lately i get it but you gotta understand this shit is still transphobic to post or not it's still misogynistic and you can't just pick and choose your targets like it's okay using it as an insult right (laughs) to insult somebody like because when they say it about serena when they say that shit about michelle obama we will ride on their motherfucking ass and anybody that come through here trying to do that shit gets kicked the fuck out immediately and then we had like i was so embarrassed in our facebook group because i had to basically kick somebody out that people liked and they was trying to defend and i was like this shit is fucking embarrassing man like this like you can be better than that like find a way to insult somebody where because if it was like say um i don't like this dude he's gay okay so you're using gay as an insult pejoratively now he's straight but now you can't come back and be like well since he's straight i get to call him gay and it's not offensive to anybody okay so i guess anybody on the sideline watching shouldn't realize that you just use gay as an insult therefore it's a negative thing to be gay like these are the things that are happening and it's all like you know intersectional and it does seem like people ignore that shit so often but yeah when it happens to serena it's also transphobic man so don't do that shit all right sorry anyway serena was speaking up uh after she whooped some white woman's ass and was like um uh she was like i also um worry about young black men because you know i have my nephews and these recent shootings uh have made me think about you know think about that um and i was like so taken aback because it was at the press conference after winning wimbledon <laughs> like like it was like damn like you like this wasn't a facebook post or a twitter no. post this is like room full of fucking reporters like yeah so this is what i've been thinking about um they killing us what's up with that right and i think the thing that i love about serena and the is thing- that her nibbles get hard when she beat white women and that is so <laughs> attractive it's, yes. it's like sexy and good yeah her nipples her nipples is she really getting aroused white women they were about to cry i saw i saw um i saw oh, a fucking mad i saw um articles where they was mad like i was like what's she supposed to do put her nipples away do you know how nipples work it doesn't work this way you can't (laughs) nipples turn off (laughs) and can you imagine if serena missed the serve because she was trying to rub some heat into her nipples they'd be holding that against her too right nah man let them nipples hang girl Mm. (laughs) anyway i'm sorry go ahead karen i'm sorry oh no i'm gonna say one thing that i do uh love about uh serena and what really and how she really makes them mad is that she goes over there and when she wins she speaks in their language oh yeah which really infuriates them she's like oh bitch in case you don't understand i could speak racism in multiple languages right because i'm pretty <laughs> sure she's been called a monkey in every language yeah a chimp in every language and a man in every language she was like oh bitch i want you to know and i can understand these insults that y'all hurling behind me too so she said um basically that she doesn't think the answer to continue is to continue to shoot young black men in the united states um and that um violence obviously isn't the answer for solving it and the shooting in dallas is very sad um it's sad it's sad that we had to say that but everybody if you talk about this is gonna have to say that because they're they're waiting for to be like well you didn't get what them officers died they can't wait um i don't uh like i a specific like concerted effort not to express condolences for the cops mm-hmm. on any of my not that i'm serena important right but like you are to me oh thank you um but but everybody else is doing that yeah right like you have literally everybody else talking about the cops 
And the point of Black Lives Matter is that no one's talking about those black lives, which mm-hmm. is why you have to bring it up. It's so easy to say those cops should have been killed. What an easy stance to take. Yeah. The point is that other lives are not valued nearly as much. And we need to bring that to the forefront. Yeah, we got here. We got to this point because of police brutality. People mm-hmm. don't, people really aren't mindful of that when they think of the idea that you're not as empathetic with the cops. It's not that we don't feel sorry for those cops that got, that got shot. It's like, but don't make that the now the, the narrative of why this is an issue. Because half of y'all weren't even that concerned about it when it was just us getting murdered. I think and people were. Um, whenever you provide a caveat like that, it's also like implicitly taking a pol- um, um, taking accountability for something that you have no reason feeling accountable for. If you say we shouldn't respond to cop violence with more violence, then you've taken on the belief that the person who killed those cops seems to come from the same place that you do. And he doesn't. Yeah, well, I will say this. I think people with platforms at large have to say that for expedience. Because honestly, right. they don't have all day to be getting chastised for not saying it. Like, it's like, I, that's my guess. It's just, let me just do this shit now so that you motherfuckers will not try to turn what I'm saying, twist my words into support of this. Cause that's, it's sad, but it's like Trevor Noah's, um, daily show monologue but he was like i kind of rolled my eyes at it yeah but he but he's right you like those things are not equal and opposite like in america we have framed it where if you're pro black lives matter the narrative now goes to well you don't mind when cops get killed and then so you're pro cop you're now well you obviously want black people to die but i think if you i mm -hmm. i guess i took exception to the clip i saw Mm -hmm. from that monologue what I didn't like was that he sort of was advancing that it's good to be pro-cop. I genuinely believe you shouldn't be pro-cop in the sense that you shouldn't have to be a cheerleader, cheerleader for a public servants. The persons who are victims, generally speaking, in mass, are the black people that we're trying to protect. And and I felt even with Trevor Noah's monologue, there was some equivocating to appease white people. It definitely you have was. To indi- you have to indicate that you are pro-cop. Why the fuck do you? It's a given. They are public servants and they do a job. Why do I have to now announce that I am glad the cops do their job before I say that they're sometimes not doing their job right? Yeah, if the I mean most, if the point most is, times not doing it. If the I mean if the po if the po if the point is to point out the harsh unfairness of the scope, yeah, I agree. But at the same time, it's expedience. That's why. Like right. yeah. I don't have all fucking day to be arguing about this. Like just try try saying some of this shit on twitter with no context just try like try being like um i shouldn't have to say that i fuck with the cop that i support the cops like you're immediately troll at the troll at the troll at the troll and we don't have nearly the platform of these public publications so that's why they do it it's like um it's the same reason that every black person that's on cable news when they talk about the n-word is anti-n-word or they don't talk about it because the, they don't have the people that are pro n-word like 
like a goldie taylor or fucking um uh uh michael wilbon or something they catch I shit. I love that clip of him, by it, the way. It's, it's great, My but nigga. then... But, I'm glad you said this. Right, but uh, he also doesn't go on social media at all. Like, he like he knows that that's all it is for him now. So I understand mm-hmm. why they don't want to feel the harassment. So it's like, let me frame my argument so that I can tell you I'm pro-police doing a good fucking jo- job, and I don't... I'm not... I don't want them to die. I don't want them to get killed. But also that does not mean that i now have to be against black lives matter and it's sad that you have to make that conceit uh to whiteness basically because that's what you're doing because there's a lot of white people that equate that shit with um being um anti-police but at the same time that's the audience of the daily show yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. that's the audience of misha barton's tw- uh, of uh, instagram that's the audience like they're not talking to me Mm-mm. i never no, feel like they're, they're talking, talking to, me. to me when these white people that like uh tim wise and this new dude something white sam me. white i don't oh, really sam yeah, yeah. Mac- uh, macklemore which is the funniest nat- last name for somebody <laughs> right <laughs> but um <laughs> it really is though but uh macklemore like they're all preaching to the choir for me i don't need to hear a word they ever say Mm-mm. i'll be fine i can die never hearing a word they've ever said i'm gonna be but fine the black leaders have already been saying but otherwise right. don't get a chance to, people don't listen to right white people need to hear that shit like i was thinking about something ray said because i've been thinking this shit for a long time well two things really one um one thing is uh as serena's done as kim kardashian's done um as everybody's doing and it, I can't really distinguish if it's just because we have video or if it's just because they're black men, but everybody's like galvanized right now by the current deaths. Like yeah. 154 people, I believe, have been killed, or 124 people this year. Not all of them have been black men, but mm-hmm. the ones that we seem to rally around, other than Sandra Bland, it seemed to be it seemed to be black men. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Like it's consistent. Like at this point, it's all it's almost like cliche because it's like okay well this will take off it was black dudes that got killed so we'll be talking about that i mean we didn't see freddie gray's death necessarily on tape but people galvanized around that and i feel like part of that is because the people that have misogyny issues homophobia transphobia all this shit those people will never show up for anybody else but when it's a black man it's easier to sell it's like okay cool i'll be at the march what time are we doing that but when it's uh any anyone other than a black man the oh, message you better be straight too you better be straight yeah you gotta Christian. be straight too you got i don't know about religion but you do gotta be straight and then like you know and it's it's sad because even the distinctions in the statements it always kind of like you know it cuts a little bit when you read like well i worry about my nephews and young black men i worry about my son and young black men i worry about it's like yeah but you know the cops like Daniel Hoskall was not targeting black men, but the damage he did to people's lives is irreparable. Like it, it's shit like that where I I think it just makes it easy. And then the second thing was Ray was bringing this up on our Facebook page, and I've thought about this as well. Um, it is weird to me to see white people get so much more credit for saying the same shit that black people say all the goddamn time, <laughs> and it is a completely separate like frustration for me. But that shit is real. Like I don't know why rosenberg saying some shit on his show is on the front of raw story but then trevor noah and larry wilmore or you know uh whether it's francesca ramsey like whoever that's not 
you know what i'm saying like why is that like why did that shit go viral but then because other shit not extra credit for being white the way that it always happens because and i will take every opportunity to shit on justin timberlake mm. but you <laughs> cannot tell That's me right. that justin timberlake's falsetto is better than brian mcknight's you can't Obviously tell not. me he dances better than mm. uh sure uh you can't tell me he's any more handsome than like pharrell mm-hmm. but something about a black person a white person who pays attention to black people makes us so hype because we've only wanted to be like liked by white people forever that we've internalized this thing that if they're even the slightest this kind to us they're the most angelic or better than the rest of us and it's so now good. like tim wise gets all this extra credit for being white but nice to black people anyway when he doesn't have to be and we prop that up as this is like a character uh, like a demonstration of how good a man he is no he's saying obvious shit and it's ridiculous that he's gonna get more credit and more shares because he's coming from the right body thing mm-hmm Oh. This ain't nothing. This ain't nothing new either, too, because this shit goes back to the nineties. Because we got hype when Bill Clinton got on Arsenio Hall's show playing the fucking saxophone. So <laughs> this ain't. And then what? And what did? And what did every comedian back in the nineties? Oh, Bill Clinton is the. He's the first black president. No, because then what happened? Didn't he lead the tribe to get to lock up most of the niggas that's in jail for marijuana? Mm-hmm. Well, so here's my thing, right? I legitimately uh, feel like loving black people is the most revolutionary thing you can do in this country right um and when it's like another person of a different race or whatever i think they do get this bump and they do get this extra credit i hate when black people get the extra credit because it's like nigga that's just what it should be <laughs> like right. like we worth that we are worth that from everybody it's really we should be admonishing everyone that doesn't but i get it it's been hundreds of years and people want to take their wins where they get them right it's niggas ain't got time to quibble it's like oh nigga you not racist infinite nigga dap let's do this you know like like, i i i I do get it man and i don't want to be inconsiderate to people that because it it is quote it's sad but it is novelty right the thing i was thinking though um how much does like because i don't know if y'all remember when john stewart was about to leave the last year or so of his daily show it felt like every fucking day at least once a week there was like look at this 10 minute monologue of him not and it wasn't the funny shit it was him being angry being like taking down fox news and it's stephen colbert yeah yeah well you know stephen colbert was more comical yeah it was more always more comical but the john stewart shit wasn't even about humor at this point it it, like he looked ragged and exhausted by the end where it was just like Mm -hmm. god damn it y'all kill somebody else okay let's talk about these schools right and it was was like wearing them out yeah and it wasn't like like the point being and this is very important because he was was very coveted by white people who those those very pushy racially like charged white people who were like oh yeah he's saying it like he's saying that's right so he became coveted in a way almost to the point where if you didn't see him in a headline it was like well it must not be important right you know yes and and so my point being and i want to emphasize these weren't funny okay so nobody write me about who you think is funnier and shit because that's not what the fuck i'm talking about okay I've been through this on the internet and we're not going to do this on the show. All right. 
so my point being is when they do these like sincere pleas of like what about the humanity of these other marginalized groups this shit used to go viral dog it would be on the front page of raw story it would be shared everywhere every twitter account every fucking but did you see yo white people used to send me the video that's how fucking mad i would get i would say something similar to that before even seeing this video and then someone would be like well did you see what john stewart said bitch i said it did you see what i said you're reading what i said <laughs> it's not it can't be better than that it can't be better so um what was funny is that that shit stopped being shared when like wilmore took over for the nightly show and i watched the nightly show he's done it several times uh you know these these passion felt pleas and they don't get shared mm-hmm. um trevor noah's done it uh he recently had one that started to gain some traction in the wake of the shootings of um uh, uh, the, the two recent shootings but yeah. even even with that that is extremely recent that they started doing that um and forget that for a moment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trevor noah has a foreigner's accent and perspective right that is not because even in that most recent video, he says things that kind of indicate that he's not part of this. Yeah, exactly. It, so it's like it's not his humanity right. that's under attack. So he's still conversing with the topic as though he's removed uh, the way that John Stewart yes. was. Exactly. That's, that's what goes viral. Exactly. exactly. Which yeah. is still weird though because it's not his first time doing that but that's the first time i've seen that go viral right right the motherfuckers ain't stopped killing us he's talked about it on that show but yet this is the time it goes viral right so the thing i was thinking was to a large extent i don't know that it would matter whether white people like gave their platforms over to black people or retweeted black people or whatever i think when they see a black voice saying it when they see a black person saying it and trevor noah is and this is not to question his blackness but of the blackness scale in america he's like the least offensive of the blackness it's like oh cool a light-skinned dude who's not from here is politely pointing out that we're racist not just he's light-skinned not just white mom okay (laughs) uh, interracial uh dude is politely going on tv and Mm -hmm. telling us we're right because this style is very quote-unquote polite like it's not an angry style and even even in the framing of who got the job even in the framing of his how he had to craft his voice and how every other black uh comedians had to craft their voice they're still have they're still like okay but at some point i have to get this shit through the white people like like i can only be but so aggressive if i want to make it to this platform and whoever get to pick who who was the replacement you know someone had to go through and be like okay uh we can go with trevor noah but we can't go with whoever else like there this is the guy that we think can get these yeah i'm not gonna let roy will sit on there and talk shit for for 10 minutes (laughs) yeah i will be there for but that shit will get canceled how much that would be amazing i don't want there's nothing i want more and i've told roy this to his Mm -hmm. face i was like yo you need to be like they need to give you 10 minutes at that desk to just let let the hate go yes (laughs) oh my god what was that um what was that white dude they used to have on daily show that come on and do rants for like 10 minutes um oh lewis black yo why can't roy wood jr be the lewis black of the daily show though oh right and, and there I, you go and, I, and there you go i want to do it i know it. <laughs> mm-hmm. and that but right hit it on the head it'll terrify people and that's like i realized the roadblock 
in the problem right there when i was just like oh fuck because i was i used to kind of be like well just let some niggas on your shit and then let them say it and then you just shut the fuck up and sit in the back and it's like oh yeah because no one's gonna tune in that day right they'll be like oh niggas is on here okay next channel because no one is held hostage to the daily show or to any of these platforms they'll just not give a fuck because at the end of the day what people are trying to defeat is the not giving a fuck of whiteness in general or it's or straightness or cishatness or whatever and that people when they don't have to give a fuck when they're not held hostage they won't right but it's also about the imagery of it all too because we're talking about roy versus not versus but we're putting like you know juxtaposing the two look at what roy looks like versus what trevor looks like trevor is very soft spoken looking like i have to smile during this i have to say you know hit the all the right marks you it's like the the minute they turn on roy if he's sitting at that desk talking to america telling them what the problem is it's like oh he's angry he's gonna say something he's disgruntled i've actually been thinking about this a lot too uh, because at the moment, there's this wave of black, like, woke, quote-unquote, black girls in comedy that are, yeah. like, really hitting at the moment. And um, so, like, they, and this is not to question their blackness either, but it's mostly girls who went to predominantly white schools or date interracially or, like, are traditionally, um, or I, I guess the the term is classically beautiful, mm-hmm. right? Um, Passable. And so, and so, like, even <laughs> a girl like Jessica Williams, right. who is really bright and really funny and really sweet and genuinely super pro-black, mm-hmm. but she's stunning in the way that she looks like a black Barbie mm. and she speaks a way that isn't necessarily intimidating to the Comedy Central audience, and I'm confident that she's shackled to some degree, and even her pulling back is, like, a little much for people, too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what do you do? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's it's just trap. It's really just a trap. Like, the more you go up, the more that it's still going to be funneled through this, like, well, the white audience is the one that matters. That's really all it is. So, uh, cut some of this black shit out, okay? This is getting a little black. Um, I, I know somebody got shot today. Can we cover that tomorrow, maybe? Your, bra- your, bra- your braids are a little too thick yeah. in, this, in, this, in this cut, in this yeah. thing right here. So we just gonna yeah. loosen them up a little bit. Maybe, let me put your hair up a little bit. Maybe not a little too crazy. You know what I mean? Cause Have you, you ever tried straightening your hair, maybe? Cause not I was, black. it's like while I was like pontificating on this shit, I realized like, you know where the angry black voices that are like inclusive are independent media man they're not they're not gonna be on your tv like if we're looking for your tv to do it, if you're looking for your radio to do it that's never gonna happen like you have to basically made me feel like i have to find a new occupation (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying like you have to go somewhere where you're floated by blackness or yeah. you know what I'm saying like because if not if you're buoyed to whiteness in any way they will pull the tether pull the leash at some point and be like we're not comfortable with too much of this nigga shit okay like oh absolutely you know the nightly show I I understand but the nigga show uh I don't know we need to pull back <laughs> on this it's getting a little too racy and shit like I I know Larry Wilmore has like a really weird delivery for a lot of people but I, I really like that dude um but yeah, he, he also called the president my nigga so like he'll never not be cool with me now because 
uh that's like the thing i want to do to obama that's like my fucking dream <laughs> is just to give that dude the, the 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 bro hug dap and be like my nigga you know like right in his ear like you did it so but yeah you know like he well we still have mm-hmm. hope that the calves go before january 19th true and then jr whispers my nigga oh he's gonna do it here he gonna do it with no shirt on he gonna do it (laughs) (laughs) they they might not let jr in man Uh, um they're gonna be like you still ain't put your shirt on for that championship he just shirt it just walking around fuck a shirt uh i think the funniest thing of the eight years and obama's done a lot of funny things mm. but him being on the phone with tyrone lou and be like tell jr to put on a shirt man yeah, yes. <laughs> he probably wrestling and everybody. They trying to put a shirt on. He like a little kid. We trying to get him dressed in the morning. He I like say that that would be an epic photo when it comes to black men and waves and they're here because Jr. Smith's waves are always on point. And Barack Obama, you Barack has as much makeup as they put on him during conferences. You can still see the do rag crease line in his forehead. <laughs> yeah, I wonder who. I, I wonder who uh, cuts his hair, man. Cause it can't be the same dude that did all the other presidents' hair. You know? I don't know, man. I, it can't be. You got to believe the Clippers. I'm, I'm like, sure you get his somebody from chicago yeah he just just fly nigga in and argue with him about no man lebron no lebron better than steph dog no for real like he (laughs) he has to fly the conversation in too um wait can you imagine that come up yo Mm. because initially you just cut in the hair of some black professor at you chicago right and now you are shaping up the president of the united states hey yo you you know he got presidential clippers right you know he got gold trim with his presidential clippers the leader of the free world has sporting raves in his medicine <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he keep yo. He got the blue juice in the White House. Oh yeah, how yeah. can we not talk about this yet? There's blue magic in the bathroom of the White House. Yeah, the, yeah. No, the, they, there is a jar Michelle, of shea butter. Yes, Michelle and Malia Alden. They have that olive oil spread sheet. Yes, spray. yes. Hey, yo, you think that tarp they put on you when they cut your hair, you think it got the crest of the uh, United States presidential <laughs> emblem would. on it? <laughs> my shit would. Oh, my God, yo. No, oh, I need this picture now. My shit would. There, no, seriously, there are satin pillows and a satin uh, head wrap on Air Force One. Yes. In case Michelle needs to see. Mm. It's a shower cap on there, girl. I can't be getting my hair wet. Oh my God! I need to see Obama get his haircut. When they went, when Sasha and Malia were younger, there was a beret, uh, tin tin can with berets in it somewhere. Oh. <laughs> you know that tin can with all the berets. I, I bet you that grandma did that hair today. Was about ten. She was like, "Nah, these white folks ain't touching my baby's hair." I want to see President Obama be like, "Now, Darnell, you you missed a little on the top there, uh, <laughs> cutting a little too damn close." <laughs> All right. There's a hot cup on the sitting on the stove in the kitchen at a <laughs> You know, you know, everybody started looking bad. They started giving the secret services and shit, uh, tips and stuff. They were like, "Hey, your skin breaking out. Here's some of this shea butter. Right. It'll cut down on the red mark." This is the best looking staff too. So yeah, that makes sense. They probably getting staff tips from Michelle. Oh yeah, he's seeing them razor bumps. Nah, oh, you can't be having them razor bumps, dog. Here's the bevel. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let's uh, speaking of bevel. 
let's get into our games <laughs> let's get into our games and talk about uh talk about this racism this guess the race um because i feel like the whole show's been fucking with black people so we'll just get right oh yeah to everybody got a hundred guess the race uh guess the race of course is gonna be brought to you by bevel that's right bevel is the one and only shaving system design specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game to the presidential level and say goodbye to razor bumps you never see barack with no razor bumps he probably had the prototype bevel like years before you know what i'm saying he probably oh. like no tristan walker and oh, shit you know he did um uh, but you can get clearer smoother skin with bevel uh it comes with a whole like uh like whole get up in this nice sexy looking box um it has a safety razor in it for people that you know in case you haven't shaved with a straight razor before hey no need to get scared you know like hey i normally use clippers well you don't have to be scared brother you won't cut yourself safety razor comes with it uh shaving brush blades priming oil shaving cream and cool restoring balm it feels so good on your skin and it smells good too um the ladies love it uh and you just tell them hey i got gay friends and i'm for gay marriage and then they'd be like mm, you smell good too <laughs> maybe maybe you woke enough for this pussy i don't know um and then, <laughs> so just upgrade your shave routine at get bevel.com is g-e-t b-e-v-e-l.com uh and use code tbgwt get 20 percent off of your very first month all right let's go ahead and get into guest the race uh where's my guest the race music uh gotta sing the song or the people will riot uh here we go oh wait no wrong music all right here we go now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guess the race because karen forgot to do it again uh it's the game where we go around reading articles from everywhere and we and we have our contestants today ray and alex uh from the loudmouth uh comedy show to guess the race and the chat room plays along and uh in case you haven't noticed chat room is very racist mm -hmm. you will notice soon all right so the first story let's talk about this man here a drunk man was jailed after police found him in bed with a five thousand dollar mannequin he stole from a lingerie shop hours earlier five thousand dollars maybe it was alive until the police came and then it turned back to a mannequin like that movie <laughs> a drunk tennessee man was jailed after police found him in bed with a five thousand dollar mannequin i like he didn't go cheap you know yeah his, yeah his electronic pussy got to be high quality <laughs> he got expensive prosthetic pussy yeah <laughs> uh his uh his name is christopher wade he stormed a hollywood hustler store in nashville shortly after midnight he was accused of wandering into the store grabbing a mannequin that was dressed in a brown bob wig a pink spandex dress and rhinestone stilettos with red <laughs> lips and walk well i mean look what she was wearing karen i mean she was Doing asking nice. for it she was asking, she was asking for it <laughs> <laughs> you can't be standing in a window like that uh and walking outside a parking lot with it under his arm an employee told police that he appeared intoxicated in the process of walking out he knocked the mannequin's left arm off oh god yeah. uh, he did abuse abusive jesus <laughs> right <laughs> he, he was then followed outside by the female employee who argued with the man for several minutes before he allegedly put the mannequin inside his black and white toyota tacoma and drove away 
The okay, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. He could be Latino because of that car, but the name does not scream Latino. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't drink that water I was about to drink. I would spit that shit all out. <laughs> the employee estimated that the mannequin is around five thousand worth about about five thousand dollars, not including the merchandise that it had on. Um they were able to track Wade's truck back to his address on the registration where they reportedly found him in bed with the stolen goods uh wade was then booked into jail on a felony theft charge and he's been held on eleven thousand dollars bail his class d felony could carry a sentence up to 12 years and yo you cannot go to prison for this you cannot tell another person this is why you made it in the joint all right oh that that, that poor mannequin is being treated treated like real women in life once you get used you are worthless <laughs> uh so uh guess the race alex and ray oh my god there's so many avenues he took there's like so many different uh like racial avenues involved with this person (laughs) i just feel like but i mean this is like a very white crime i'm gonna say white. but let me just say with this white person that i'm assuming he is there Mm -hmm. are very like the car is a very latino thing Mm -hmm. he made a lot of black decisions during his crime but (laughs) at the end of it i think this is a very white person <laughs> all right all right what about you ray what do you think um hmm. Hmm. i'll give you one more hint uh the mannequin and the man are the same race okay oh okay yeah. okay they, look mm-hmm. yeah i mean also <laughs> even only a white man is so entitled to a woman that not alive <laughs> ones are his too so wait all right, let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Um, yeah, the decision at large trumps all the other factors. <laughs> uh, let me see where we're at in here. Okay, guess right. Lars and the real girl, white. White. Aww. All mannequin lives matter, white. <laughs> the White House barber who lost his job in 2008 when Obama got elected. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's one job Obama didn't create was for that dude. Uh, niggas can't afford that white Bundy Ranch occupier. Needs Tim needs Tim needs Tim Wise to tell him that he's wrong that this was wrong. (laughs) Prostitutes are too much of a financial for my career liability. White white uh financial burden. Okay, seems like it could be part of a little dicky song. White (laughs) Tennessee. Speak of white people that get too much credit. Tennessee whiskey white. Uh, and she's so quiet. White the mannequin was probably super sticky. White the correct answer is and every single person got it white he's so terrible yeah did you see that um double xl freestyle nope i tried to avoid well, that i i watched it because it was like him designer and anderson pod like um just doing whatever version of their stuff yeah I, I, oh yeah that's him so white look so at white him that at one point uh anderson pox says some line about beating off with a fl- flashlight mm-hmm. to go through the pace and like such a little white boy nerdy fan little dicky's like oh my god did you just say flashlight to not wait a minute 
Does yes. that mannequin have a bush? It has a bush, dog. Oh! <laughs> now, was that before him or after him? Part uh, of me feels like he pasted that onto that mannequin because <laughs> I failed to believe oh. that they're walking around with a mannequin with a bush. I oh, failed she, to believe. Oh, she all natural. Some men like the nappy dugout, man, even on the mannequin, I guess. Uh, At least he doesn't discriminate on all levels. You know, like, <laughs> he might be, a, he might still a mannequin, but he still is not going to acquiesce to the beauty standards that america has placed on women he found, he found, he found a feminist mannequin let's yes. just say <laughs> his mannequin is woke and that's what's most ah! important here guys is that you go get you a woke mannequin get you a mannequin that can do both is what i say oh lord really. um a mannequin with a boost i can't i can't <laughs> <laughs> all right we gotta go to the bonus round of guest race i'm not even gonna play music because we started running out of time but let's get to the bonus round now everything's worth double the points uh double the racism mm-hmm. okay in the bonus round of guests the right you know what i am gonna play the song you know what we're gonna sing this song where, where my song at double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right bonus round of guests the race double the points double the race so far tied one and one but who will come out on top i don't know let's see all right so a woman what oh wait karen are you echoing to me is mm-hmm. that me? Oh. Uh, Alex, you saying something <laughs> i was gonna say i feel like mirror ray has like the same level of thinking when it comes to terrible white people things so like we'll mm-hmm. always agree on that <laughs> y'all look y'all may we may have to invite you guys back and do a race off i don't know a challenge a, challenge. <laughs> a racial challenge um so uh there's a video floating around of a woman that is very upset with her uh boyfriend because he was eating her a uh, slice of pizza even, mm-hmm, even though she offered to buy him his own slice of pizza he was like i don't want no pizza i'm good but then when she got the pizza he's like let me get a bite of that pizza this sounds like i don't know i don't know yet I don't yo know this yet. this pizza is big as fuck by the way like this is a this is a like a new york slice of pizza you know you know niggas always get into whatever food like mm. it's always a food like <laughs> mm, all right. over pizza i love it though she said don't ever get too comfortable um all right so they don't have the names they just oh wait no they do have the names okay this took place in washington dc okay and um it was on snapchat uh it was a series of videos from uh arise eg what ifijika that's the guy's name who recorded it and his girlfriend is deja davis who was very upset about him wanting a little piece of her pizza that he just took without asking permission at all. I'm on, I'm on her side. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, <laughs> Karen said I'm on her side. Yeah, fuck you. I asked <laughs> and you said no. Well, bitch, you don't get none. Especially if I'm hungry and I wanted that shit too. Nah, fuck you. 
because i stopped doing that to roger because it's disrespectful so i was like okay cool well then it goes both ways because guess what you have a lot of dudes be complaining up and down twitter how my girl said she ain't want none did she ain't half of it she was like nope i asked that was your warning Mm-mm. listen the emotion coming out of karen right now makes me think uh you did this discussion has been had uh <laughs> yo it's so it's so real but i have never done this to karen i don't do this i have yeah, never in my life that's a very picked up uh emotions behind her words as, nice. as y'all can see in the chat i have both my hands okay <laughs> all my fingers i've never tried this i'm 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 i'm, I'm with her nope Mm-mm. okay all right so guess the race of <laughs> no hillary guess, <laughs> guess guess the race of deja davis all right so you really need to do that <laughs> i mean like what you didn't hear in the background was her clapping after every civil <laughs> syllable all i saw was black hand emoji so alex what about you what are you guessing she is but as black as my pinky toenail oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. all right let me ask the chat room what's going on um for guess the race if he takes a bite he better sleep with one eye open black chocolate city don't play black girl that <laughs> is, black girl that is tired of her trifling man <laughs> how did he become, he became trifling because he took a bite after each oh that's so good <laughs> This nigga could be the most uh, affectionate nigga ever. He took a bite of that piece. He's like, you trifling motherfucker. You ain't <laughs> she got real comfortable. And she was like, don't you ever get too comfortable. <laughs> she told him don't get comfortable. All right. Black woman rightfully mad because she finally knew what she wanted for dinner when he asked. <laughs> Women don't be knowing. This loops, this loops the conversation pretty tightly. You know, black men always think they can just do whatever and say whatever and behave however. Yeah. Black women always reel it in like, uh-uh, no, you was wrong. Let me tell you where you fucked up at. He ate the pizza and then he was like, I don't understand why a gay man gotta be ahead of the movement. <laughs> Give me some more of your pizza. And when you gonna have a black baby? <laughs> why you, why you acting crazy? Why you acting yeah. crazy? Oh, man. Why, why, are so, why are you so angry? Why are you so angry? No, Listen, nigga, I ain't angry. You being trifling. I've been watching uh, Fatal Attraction. Shout out to my mom who put me onto that. It comes on TV One. It's basically Snap for Black People. And oh, shit. every single one of those stories, the turning point about 30 minutes in is when that dude calls that black woman crazy. Every single story. <laughs> he called her crazy in an argument. I was like, up, oh, and that's why he did. That's why we got him. That's how, that's how we got here that's why you got stabbed yep you can't saying that shit calm down you know what it is calm oh, down calm, just calm you acting it's like she she found she one of them she found out he had another baby he had a secret baby and he called her crazy <laughs> you can't have another baby and call me crazy nigga are you crazy you think you're gonna sleep here anyway i'm sorry anyway <laughs> you're so emotional calm down yeah i'm sorry <laughs> it just it got to me uh she just listened to lemonade black deja esau <laughs> deja esau his plate on the regular but ready to slice him over here slice black uh fucking with black women uh should have got a two-piece uh from popeyes instead black Aww. mambo sauce <laughs> pumps through their veins black and when, when she sent him back to hang you out the passenger side of his best friend's ride still can't excel sister oh hashtag black girl petty uh also uh also chew him out for snap uh snatching a mumbo sauce wing last week black 
yeah she would have started calling him like uh, <laughs> uh she would have started calling him young in the middle of this uh uh he didn't deserve the big piece of chicken black that was one of the blackest things i ever heard and angela bassett set all that shit on fire black <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is everybody got it black i'm happy for this tie yeah and, yeah. and, and, and y'all know what and i promise you this ain't the first time he's done that that's probably where a lot of the angers came from he probably like i take a bite he ate the whole fucking slice she was like bitch not today i asked you first can't turn to a forensic scientist on this episode <laughs> i guarantee you that's She's not like, the first time he done that look at the angle of the pizza you can tell right there that this nigga ain't <laughs> shit this nigga don't take care of his half of the rent look at him <laughs> uh here's all right here's a picture uh i'm gonna put i'm gonna put them on screen uh put them on screen so y'all can see what this couple looks like beautiful couple man uh this is her um turning up over pizza and he put it on snapchat she did not give a fuck that she was on snapchat i either. love that she you could put her on love and hip-hop you, yes. so yeah, I could she looks like carly red here's her pointing uh doing the what you not gonna do uh i think this is when she told him you getting too comfortable uh which you're not gonna get too comfortable and this is uh, them together this is them beautiful couple together uh although his you know he do have some fuck nigga features though they are such an instagram model see this yeah. is so real <laughs> yeah she gonna fuck she gonna fuck around in mona scouting mm-hmm. so uh there you go um now we have to get into our final segment of course uh and karen i'll add you back to the screen but mm-hmm. we have to talk about this uh sore ratchetness guys okay sore is our problem and what's my long ass sound clip there we go that's right there's a lot of we talk about gun violence to start the show but i'll tell you one thing that never stopped sword violence okay mm-hmm. it's been going on since man was able to fucking smelt iron ah! and it has never stopped but in the wake of all these different you know uh killings and the invention of the gun we keep acting like it's not a problem well it is a problem and here at the blackout tips god damn it we are going to let you know that it's still going on today polk county texas overshadowed by a more brutal texas killing but still this man from uh polk county texas slashed a goddamn uh another person with a sword he had hidden in a cane a cane sword like a pimp he's 40 (laughs) he's 45 years old on monday he got arrested in connection with allegations that he slashed another person on the arm and the leg with a sword that he had concealed in a walking cane james are we living in a medieval time god damn for real <laughs> uh, uh james roundtree of polk county is still be- man you know what alex this is completely another tangent but when you just said medieval time it made me think tyler perry need to do medea goes back to the medieval times dog. 
<laughs> I will watch that. It will be lit. I will actually watch that. Him doing Medea in that motherfucking um night suit. You know what I'm saying? In that night suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I gonna have to pop a sword in somebody's ass? Like, oh shit, okay, Medea. I ain't getting up on that horse. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that actually be good. See, see, Rod, you didn't put it in the zeitgeist. Now you didn't put it in the universe, and now it's gonna happen. Well, he, know, all it takes is one time. He already owes me Medea goes to space. That's when I'm like, I'm. Ah! Medea goes to space, then, uh, and then Medea, uh, in the mid, Medea 10,000 leagues under the sea. Oh, yes. Give me all, like, he, he gotta be more creative with these Medea stories. Diary, diary of a mad back Pluto. We got about 15 seconds, so I don't know if you want to Oh, okay. All right. All right. So, um, yeah, we about to wrap up. I'm not gonna start a new session, so I'll just say, um, we about to get out of here. Uh, watch out for the swords. Um, Ray and, um, and, and Alex, tell them where to find Thank y'all. You. It won't be in the live chat, but I'll, it'll be on the podcast when it comes out. Um, okay, so you, you can find me on Twitter at Ray Sani. Find me on Facebook, also Ray Sani. I'm starting a new podcast called Brooklyn's Own. So be on the lookout for that. It's just Brooklyn native myself interviewing other brooklyn native creatives and talking about how this city that is now or this borough that's being gentrified over and over and over and over um has shaped who we are as artists da 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 and then alex and i are starting again our monthly live stand-up show with our friend lawrence deloach our first one is on june 13th at um solace bar in new york city it's free. We have Josh Gondelman, Sam Marill, Yamanika Saunders, and Petey Debreu. We're super excited. Come check us out. Cool, man. Uh, thank y'all both so much for being on, man. You know we love y'all, man. We really be rooting for y'all. And, uh, and Alex, where are you on Twitter? Oh, um, on Twitter, you can find me at Alex, um, A-L-E-X, um, English. The E in English is a three. So Alex English there and Alex English on Facebook, or you can also go to my website, alexenglishcomedy.com, and that's where you can get all of my information and other show dates. And yes, come to Loud Mouth. Can't wait for that show. Hey, and they are both fucking hilarious, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, following on Twitter and them. Facebook, man, both of y'all crack me up. Y'all are both on my list of people that like when they post i get i get like the immediate update where it's yes. like i'm like oh what do you say okay yeah I like that yes. so you know i'm not stalking <laughs> y'all you. if that's why y'all wonder why i like all y'all shit it's not that i'm stalking y'all it's just i don't like everybody else on facebook so <laughs> y'all go, y'all go oh, yes, straight I to the front special. i love it Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> all right y'all we'll talk to y'all later um appreciate everybody Thank coming through uh karen we'll be back here tomorrow mm-hmm. um until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>